In the last 10 years, our field has gone from an unknown specialty to a household name. This brings unprecedented opportunities, but we need to rise up to meet them and give our patients the care that they deserve. In order to help others get better, we need to be better. This podcast will help you to become more confident with your patients, more successful in your practice or business, and a leader in pelvic health. And we're gonna have some fun along the way. Join us as we rise together. We're Jesse and Nicole Cozine, founders of Pelvic Sanity Physical Therapy and the creators of the Pelvic PT Huddle. And this is Pelvic PT Rising. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Pelvic PT Rising Podcast with Jesse and Nicole Cozine. Hey Nicole. Hello. All right. Got a question for you. What is the question? Is it scary or is it dangerous? Interesting. What do you mean by that, Jesse? Okay, well, I think I've got a little bit of a PT analogy for you. I feel like scary is something that is subjective, and dangerous would be something on your objective portion of your evaluation, where you could say, do you feel that this is scary, but objectively, is or is this not dangerous? Ah, this is very interesting, Jesse. So where did you hear about this? So I was reading this in a book called How I Built This by Guy Raz. And he went a little bit of a different direction with this, but I really love the idea. This was the name of one of his chapter titles. And it really forces you to try to draw the distinction of, is something that you're thinking about doing or considering doing, is it scary? Does it feel apprehensive? Or is it actually dangerous? And this is something that we did instinctively when we were starting Pelvic Sanity. Totally. So meaning that, yes, so, and this is for someone that's maybe thinking about starting their own practice, taking the plunge into entrepreneurship. And I think all of us think about that anxiety feeling. It is scary. It's a scary thing to do to say no to a job that you're in that is steady, consistent, reliable, and go into this unknown of, am I going to be able to do this? Is somebody going to pay me? Is someone going to find this valuable? Am I good enough to do this? All of those things and all of that, you would say then would fall under the under scary, the scary category. category. But, right. And because, I mean, so just a couple of analogies for you, right? Flying in an airplane when it's turbulent, that is scary. Objectively, it is less dangerous to fly than it is to drive. Right. So in terms of danger, there's very little danger, but there's a, I mean, I've been in a plane bouncing around, like there's a lot of fear that goes into that. Another just kind of silly example I thought of was like, we're all afraid of sharks basically. Right. But nobody's ever been afraid of an ice cold Coke on a warm day. And yet diabetes kills far more people than shark attacks. You actually (laughs) think about what things are actually dangerous. Like, yeah, yeah, drinking a Coke is probably worse for you than (laughs) going in the ocean. Right. So what you're saying, though, is that that sometimes we're letting our emotions dictate our actions when they may not actually be dangerous. Now, what about someone that says that, well, it is going to be dangerous for my financial security if this doesn't work. And that's one of the reasons, one of the first things we have people do in our mentorship program is actually go back through and think through your budget and what is the worst that can happen. Because for some people it is who are really on the edge. It is dangerous to do this. But for a lot of people, it's not. And that's Or at least not to, as dangerous as they think it might exactly. be. Exactly. Right? And when we were starting Pelvic Sanity, we thought about this as if, oh, this really doesn't work. We've got a good runway. We've got a little bit of savings all done. But if we get in a couple months and it's not working, 
what's the worst that happens? Well, the worst that we thought was like, oh, you'd have to go back and like work in an inpatient hospital job or something like that to make money and round out your schedule. Yeah. And that was like, oh, when you start to think about it that way, it's like, oh, that doesn't feel that dangerous or scary anymore. It's like, oh, you kind of take all of that out of it. Right. Absolute worst case is things aren't going well. And now you're doing three days a week at a hospital, which you don't like. You don't want to be doing that long term. But is that truly dangerous? Is that going to like derail your life? The answer is really no. And it definitely, I mean, it helped me too at the beginning to think about like, is this really like the downfall of our entire finances for the rest of our life? It's like, yeah. So even if we made like really poor decisions or didn't grow as fast as we were anticipating and we had to pump money into the business or something like that, right? It still wasn't going to like ruin us when we're 60 and needing to retire, like there's that amount of like, is it long-term or short-term as well? And that's one of the things that we want to think about when we're budgeting for this. So one of the things that made it a lot easier to start pelvic sanity was we would say, okay, how many patients do we need to be seeing in order to not be hemorrhaging money in order to break even, pay the rent, pay for EMR, whatever else we're doing. And if you actually look at it, that number ends up being pretty low. It's way lower than you think it is. And so then that's the great starting point. Cool. If we at least get to there, we're not losing money on this. And then great. The next number you want to think about is what number does it take for us to basically replace your income? And so for us, that ended up being like 22 patients a week. And it was like, okay, cool. Well, that's a lot. It's hard to get there as a you know, a solopreneur when you're first starting off, but that's doable for sure. And then what would it take to actually hit the salary number that you really want? And what do you want to be doing financially? And so that's takes a little bit of the fear out of it, I think. And I think we're always so held back by, oh, the unknown of it. What am I going to do? How am I going to take these steps? And in reality, it's like, well, people do that. Like people start businesses every day. Like we're, we have a whole group of people who have all started businesses. Like it is possible Mm -hmm. once we get past the fear. So is it really the possibility of it or the danger of it that's holding you back? Or is it really just the scary feeling of having to do something new? And this can be starting your own business or starting a side hustle or really anything that you're doing, reducing your hours. If you wanted to spend more time with your family, all of this is like actually taking a step back from the subjective looking at the objective, is this truly dangerous? Or is this something that even if it doesn't work out, I can recover from and it's going to be a momentary blip on my life? Here's the other thing that I think we forget to think about when we're scared to start our business is that what is the true danger in not doing this now? And what other things is that going to impact in terms of me not being happy, not seeing fulfilled, maybe a financial implication too, where you're putting an artificial ceiling on what you can make when you don't start your business? Like, What are all of those flip side arguments of in that danger category if you don't do it now? Yeah. Well, that's interesting, right? Where it is, it's scarier for us to do something unknown and new. And this doesn't, again, doesn't have to be starting your own business. This could be switching to another job or taking a position someplace else or, you know, doing anything different. Career change right. or whatever. But it's, so is it scary to do something new, but it's dangerous to find yourself in the same place 10 years from now with the same problems and the same issues working for the same boss in the same place. Is that more dangerous? I would say yes. I mean, you were unhappy 
working at the last place that you worked. Totally. And you know what else? This is, brings me to like an interesting memory that I have. You know, I still keep in contact with a lot of people that I worked with at the hospital-based system. And some of those people are still working there. And that's great. And they, they've chosen to do that. They have good financial stability. They've climbed the ladder there. They're PT, you know, 1700, whatever level it is, you know, in those systems. But, you know, a few years ago, we were at a party together and it was crazy to me that we were having essentially the same exact conversations, the same exact complaining about the same exact boss about, I mean, we could have been 10 years before and having that exact same conversation. And at that moment, I was just like, oh my God, thank God I got pushed to get out of that. Because to me, that would have been more dangerous to... I mean, who knows? Maybe we wouldn't have never gotten married, all that kind of stuff, because I wouldn't have been a happier person. And it that was a really distinct moment of like, ooh, what could have been, where seemingly it's fine, right? You're making more money, higher up at, in, at the hospital-based program, stability, all those things. But man, that was not a life that I was like happy I said no to. Yeah. Well, and there's a ton of research. There's some great stuff out there about if you look at people's regrets at the end of life, it's stuff that they didn't do. Typically it's, it's relationships that didn't work out and it's stuff that they didn't do. So if you guys have something out there that you're thinking about that is scaring you, and again, it does not have to be starting your own business. This could be doing a new course. And, and honestly, you should be doing this even if you are a business owner. What's the next frontier? What's the next thing that's scaring me? Just because you've started your own business doesn't mean you can stay in that stagnant place now for the rest of your life. So this is a challenge for all of us, no matter what position that we're in. But is there something that you're being called to do that you're not doing because it's scary, because it's intimidating, because there's some anxiety around it, because you're worried what it's going to look like if you fail? Like That's the kind of stuff that we're talking about here. And taking a step back and looking at that thing and saying, is it scary or is it really dangerous? Is this really something that is going to derail what I'm doing or am I not doing this just because I'm scared? Totally. And, you know, this is actually I'm going to do a little teeny bit of a tangent sidebar because this is something also that you can talk to with your patients because I hear a ton of patients being scared to do something, being scared of being in pain for a long time and then not taking the steps to do, to get out of that fear-based situation. And like, what's the danger in not taking my advice is like a big, is way worse than, you know, just staying in this perpetuated flare state or whatever it is. So pay attention to it in your patients too, because you'll hear it now. Now that hopefully, what's that effect? Oh, what's that effect where it's like you just get a car? Like now because we're talking about it, you're going to see that. You're going to notice that. it more and you're more. You're going to notice yeah. it more and more. There's, oh, there's a name for that like effect. You know, it's like when you have a, get a 
like you are thinking about buying a Honda and all of a sudden it's like every, every single car, car is a Honda. Is a Honda yeah. Anyway, so you'll start to see this in other people's thinking and other people's lives and just make sure you take a look at it for yourself too. Both in, like Jesse was saying, both in the, should I start my own pelvic PT practice? But then also what should I do in my life? You know, another good example of this is like, oh, you know, the big, huge decision of like, ah, what should I do with my kid's school? And I've saw a lot of that. Is it scary or dangerous sort of thinking like they didn't want to move their kids and like do all this stuff, but it's like, well, what's the danger in doing that? There's no danger. You're just scared about doing something different or different than your friends or that kind of stuff. So, and that's hardwired into us that, I mean, there's a reason for that. That's a, you know, a biological imperative of don't go behind those bushes and see what's lurking there because it's probably a tiger and we don't want to get eaten. But now in our modern lives, I think it really does. It's, it holds us back. And honestly, anything that's worth doing should scare you a little bit. I can't think of anything that we've done that has not been scary when you push the publish button, when you send something out, like you should have a little bit of that. And if not, you're not pushing yourself enough where you, I mean, where you are putting yourself out there on some of those. So, and for some of you guys, that might just be being more active or doing what you think you should do on social media. We've had people who are feel scared to put stuff out on social media because what if somebody doesn't like it? What if somebody, and really, that's a perfect example of scary or dangerous. What if somebody I've never met who I can literally block and never talk to again with one push of my thumb thinks that my post sucked? That yeah. is the epitome of, of scary, scary versus, versus dangerous. dangerous, right? So whatever that is, and I would love if you guys wanted to write in and tell us like what's kind of in that calling for you. What what have you been thinking about doing for a while that you've been holding off because you've got that sense of unease about it? I'd love to hear about what that is for you. If it is starting your own business, there's absolutely resources out there that can help and make that easier and take away some of that unknown. But Whatever that is, I would just kind of challenge you that, you know, take another look at that. And is it really scary or is it really dangerous? And, you know, if it is dangerous, then then don't do that thing. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, this disclaimer. Is a, right, this is not like uh, a go skydiving without a parachute thing. Well, you told me to face my fears. Yeah. But that's why we want to actually take a step back and look at it and say, you know, is there something really negative that can come from this? And if not... Like, let's put ourselves out there. It's 2021. We're turning the page. Like, let's yeah, let's, do let's it. go with some of this stuff. So if you guys have anything that's been in your mind, if you want to talk about it, just shoot it over. We'd love to hear about it either on a DM with Nicole. Shoot us an email at Nicole at PelvicSanity.com. But let's keep this conversation going. And let's continue to rise. <laughs>